The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Got to get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay, and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, Sacrifice as an Act of Divine Love. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. And Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The urge to sacrifice to lose in order eventually to gain is the underlying story of evolution. It is a governing principle of life itself and runs like a golden pattern of beauty through the dark materials of human history. Last week we talked about the spiritual meaning of love. How does sacrifice fit into this theme of love? Sacrifice can be an expression of love in the highest sense. I think we are all more uh, practiced and expert in sacrifice than we might realize. Even on the level of just ordinary life, we grow up in families where one of the first things we learn is sacrifice. Some of us resist it mightily, especially those of us with siblings. I remember my French-Canadian friend who was one of a family of 13 children. And she said, being one of 13 means it's never your turn. <laughs> she knew firsthand the, uh, the meaning of sacrifice. But life in a family, life in any kind of group, life in an office place or uh, a, a church or uh, any kind of um, group affiliation is an opportunity to learn sacrifice for the larger, greater good of the group. That is one fundamental expression of love. Right, and the actual meaning of sacrifice is to make sacred, to to make holy. So um, 
whether we realize it or not, when we do make sacrifices, uh, we are following that very deep instinct uh, that comes from within to to make something more holy, to make, uh, to redeem and to uplift. And that's where this impulse comes from. It's a very uh, divine <coughs> uh, impulse that um, we inherit from God himself. And uh, so it, it's... Um, it's a very deep instinct, mm-hmm. and one we can just follow automatically. You could say it's a driving mm-hmm. urge, couldn't you, of the soul. In fact, the Jesus Wisdom teaching says that the soul on its own plane, the human soul, is a lord of sacrifice and of loving, persistent devotion. That is us on our highest level of being, a lord of sacrifice and of loving, persistent devotion. The two outstanding qualities, Alice Bailey said, of our planetary purpose. In other words, sustaining life and giving. And that's the expression of devotion to the good of the whole and the sacrifice of the greater for the lesser so that all may come along in their evolutionary journey. And that's why it's related to the energy of love because it uh, it is love that enables sacrifice or one to um, uh, follow that instinct to, to sacrifice because it is a great act of love. And it, whether it's love that comes through a human act or whether it's a divine love that comes through an act of God uh, through the creation of a planet and uh, the sacrifice that God has to undergo to um, <clears throat> uplift and uh, redeem and refine the uh, lesser lives of the uh, upon the planet so it, it's all connected and so our here again our our uh, uh, reaction to this principle of sacrifice is is very natural it's the governing principle of life itself we're I think able to imagine that we beings living in physical bodies are on another more abstract level souls who are manifesting through a body for 90 years or whatever but it may seem more unusual to think of a planet as um, a manifesting life and yet the Asus Wisdom teachings say that every form is inhabited for a cycle by an incarnating life and that a planet is itself the expression or the manifestation, we could say, of an incarnating life of a very great source. And this is extended to a solar system and to a galaxy and so on. That's quite awe-inspiring. But what's interesting is that it's said of our planetary life, the great life that dwells within our planet, he's known as the divine rebel. He had to sacrifice for the evolvement or evolution of our planet, but the Ageless Wisdom teaching says he liked it not. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's our problem. <laughs> well, and that happens to human beings, too. They mm-hmm. don't like to sacrifice at a certain stage in their evolutionary development. Resistance uh, is just um, fundamental. Right, because um, they haven't yet perhaps reach that stage of awareness or unfoldment where <clears throat> they can see the great 
value of sacrificing for the greater good, whether that's the greater good of the family or the greater good of the community or the nation. Uh, it, there is a, uh, a soul impulse there of the soul begins to come through. Then uh, that um, tendency to rebel uh, is diminished. And uh, the, the greater aspect of the greater power of love of the soul begins to take over. On a more understandable level, sacrifice is an underlying um, theme of um, Memorial Day, which we observe at this time each year. I think this holiday was established after World War I, wasn't it? Uh, I believe to so, To commemorate yeah. the, the many, many deaths that uh, were the result of World War I. So many people died. A generation of young men in Europe died. If you've ever uh, read the book, um, A Testimony of Youth, by Vera... Hmm, Vera somebody, the mother <laughs> of... <laughs> they can find that. Of Shirley... <laughs> Somebody, oh, I'm so bad with names. She became one of the very well-known um, <coughs> British um, political figures. Anyway, that was a, a story of how the generation of young people in Britain alone who died um, in World War One left the, the whole generation of people just devastated. It was a tremendous sacrifice, and uh, Memorial Day has grown out of that as a time to remember the dead, to honor their sacrifice on behalf of all the rest of us? Yes, and the, um, I think the meaning of sacrifice is, uh, <clears throat> or the meaning to some segment of society is, is developed during the Piscean Age in the last 2,000 years um, because of the strong tendency of idealism that that's where the whole patriotic uh, tendency, it's a very emotional uh, focus of uh, sacrifice, and uh, that's where a lot of that <coughs> that uh, belief sacrifices the giving up of one's life or your country or your nation or whatever. That uh, this whole thing about patriotism has developed, and uh, <coughs> but the s stronger element of love. Uh, is there too, you see. And so, so it's, um, it's it's these conflicting memories, these conflicting ideas about uh, sacrifice that are changing today from sacrifice seen strictly as a giving of your life for your country to sacrifice for, you know, in a philanthropic way or sacrificing your, your money and giving your money for the benefit of the greater whole, for the benefit of some uh, greater good. Well, it's a, a deeply spiritual concept. I don't know um, if putting words to it is productive because it is so profound, but the whole thrust of evolution depends on the sacrifice of the lesser um, to make the greater life able to move forward in its progress. Every kingdom in nature sacrifices for the kingdom above it. The mineral kingdom sacrifices its substance for the vegetable kingdom, which then is eaten by the animal kingdom and nourishes the animal kingdom. The animal kingdom sacrifices for the human. 
and we humans sacrifice for the kingdom of souls. In other words, we we give up in order that the more advanced kingdom can also uh, flourish. We are all part of one whole, and I think that's the premise that sacrifice is based on. And yet there's this connotation of the usurping of free will that makes it so unpleasant, so unpalatable. Right. It's um, it's it's not our little wills that uh, really matter. It's it's the greater will of God, of course, that uh, is working out His plan, and it's it's His great sacrifice that we are all involved in, and it is the sacrifice of the soul to uh, undergo incarnation and extreme limitation through a physical body, and. Uh, that to the soul is is a is a uh, quality of death, really, because it is uh, so uh, limited. And when when the soul incarnates and uh, into a physical body, it's um, it loses so much of the awareness, so much of the freedom that it it uh, automatically has on its own plane of being. So uh, it follows the same pattern of sacrifice that uh, and when deity undergoes the incarnation through a whole planet uh, that is also uh, the great sacrifice He's, that this deity is simply following a law which is the law of sacrifice and there is a name for that the law of those who choose to die but in dying we, we gain because uh, by giving by giving up, we gain. Maybe after the break we can try to for a more positive um, slant on sacrifice because it really is an expression of joy. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, our topic for today, sacrifice as an act of divine love. And I would like to mention something that's pretty important to us, and that is our ability to stay with you, to stay on the air. And... Um, we have a couple of months before our next contract, and from year to year, it's always been an effort to pay for those contracts and go on for a, a longer amount of time. However, we've always uh, been at a better point that we are right now. Uh, usually a couple of months away from the contract, we're in pretty good shape, and it's uh, we can foresee being able to renew. But this time, I guess, maybe because of the bad economy, people are not uh, donating like they used to, and... Uh, it's in question whether or not uh, we can remain with you, but maybe you guys can help pull us through. So um, if you would, we'd certainly appreciate your donations. It will help keep us on the air. And um, uh, with my fundamental knowledge of math, what I've worked out is that uh, if 2,000 of you uh, uh, give $100 in donations, well, that would contribute greatly to keeping us on the air and that may sound like a lot, 2,000 of you, but according to the statistics out there, there are uh, at least 40,000, and so that's a very conservative number according to the ratings, and that's not even counting those people who are in their automobiles listening because you, you can't measure that. So if you want to donate and uh, help keep us uh, on the air, and if you'd like to uh, be a part of that uh, uh, that 2,000, uh, send your donations. They, they are tax deductible. Send them to Lucis Trust, Lucis L U C I S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, 
New York, New York, 10005. I guess our dream, and I, I hope the dream can become a reality, is that there might be an organization out there that might underwrite the show. Um, uh, there are many benefits to doing that. I think the greatest benefit to an organization or a company that underwrites the show is uh, is sponsoring a show that uh, where uh, we speak about spiritual evolvement, uh, love, compassion, how to uh, develop our spiritual uh, being, that aspect of spirituality within us, uh, our divine nature, how to actualize it to the utmost. And there aren't too many places where you find that. And I think what's remarkable about this show is that... Um, all people can relate to it, regardless of uh, their religion. It doesn't in any way uh, mean that they have to give up their religion. It's, uh, it's just um, our theme um, is generally about how to develop uh, the divinity within oneself and practice the uh, highest uh, spiritual values uh, within our own being. And uh, that's uh, a pretty rare show that can relate to all people and find common ground. So... Please help us out with these donations so we can remain with you on the air, continuing to do these shows. Once again, send donations to Lucis Trust, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Now, we also have a special uh, offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's another way you might be able to help us out by purchasing the Alice Bailey books. Uh, the show upon this show is based on the Alice Bailey book, Serving Humanity. Serving Humanity is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. Uh, it's available for $19. You have to mention that you heard about it on the show in her site. Serving Humanity is an inspiring compilation of extracts that will help the reader's understanding of sacrifice and why it's so important to spiritual development. So what you need to do is send a check or a money order $19 to Lucis Publishing, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. If you'd like to call us for any reason, uh, call us on our toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. Uh, that's 1-866-695-8247. Easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of one 866 New York Lucis. Our website is www.lucistrust.org and on that website you can uh, key into all the library of archived radio shows. There's over 400 of them now and uh, listen to a multitude of themes all emanating from the Alice Bailey books. Once again, the website www.lucistrust.org Now I was thinking in relation to this uh, show that we're doing, which is Sacrifice is an Act of Divine Love. Uh, Sarah left off before the breaks uh, talking about the positive aspects of uh, sacrifice. Is one of the positive aspects of sacrifice that we are uh, practicing uh, a spiritual value, a value that's uh, absolutely necessary for the development of the divinity within our own being? Yes, it's um, it's essential you can't avoid sacrifice as we were saying earlier it's uh, part of the law of evolution the whole process of evolution depends on the uh, sacrifice of the lesser for the greater and conversely the greater always sacrifices for the lesser because more is required of the one who is more advanced than of the one who stands uh, beneath him in evolution. 
So sacrifice permeates the whole flow of the evolutionary pulse of life. And it's it's an act of joy, really, not of giving up, but of taking over, of giving one's being, one's energies to the service of a greater good than one's own little self-interest. And that releases unspeakable joy. Yes, it's, it's giving up for that greater, the greater whole, the greater cause, and ultimately, as we have said, uh, that greater cause is what is working out on planet Earth, what the great purpose is that God has in store for planet Earth, for the whole evolutionary process that is working out here. So, uh, <clears throat> ultimately, we will all begin to uh, appreciate and understand what that purpose is but um, right now we just have to follow our instincts and, and learn to work with this uh, great law of sacrifice and trust in its, its goodness mm. yes. I think we have to keep in mind that when we willingly willingly sacrifice self-interest for the greater good our own interests our own needs, we should say, are met, will be met, because we are part of a whole. We are not little isolated units of life that are separated from the whole, but part of that whole. And when we put its well-being uppermost in our intentions, we are served as is the whole. But you have to experience that to really trust in that law. Right, a lot of that, um, the um, urge to sacrifice uh, has to do with motive. The motive that one has, whether it's for selfish purposes or for selfless purposes, and that's what really determines the uh, benefits of, of uh, sacrifice. Uh, <clears throat> if... Uh, If the uh, sacrifice is for some greater purpose, for some, um, like as I mentioned earlier, if it's a philanthropic uh, giving, then it is for something of, of a greater need. It's filling a need, and that's when it uh, becomes the uh, in, in the likeness of God, in the likeness of the soul. It is the soul coming through, in fact. A few years ago, after September 11th happened, there was, I think, a willingness on the part of this nation to sacrifice, to do something for the well-being of our nation that would require each citizen uh, contributing, but we were told to shop. Remember? We were told to shop. Mm -hmm. And I think that's yeah, right. an, <laughs> an opportunity that was missed because yeah. um, there was a potential for really uh, calling forth a new and higher sense of not patriotism but of citizenship on the part of people who were so stunned by that uh, atrocity. And instead we were simply told to shop. We are looking in our leaders for an appeal to sacrifice for the good of the whole. And I think leaders are reluctant to do that today 
because the whole pitch of modern life is the fulfillment of self-interest. But look at Churchill, his first speech to Parliament after uh, war was declared uh, by Britain on Germany. He said, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. We have before us an ordeal of the most grievous kind, he said. We have before us many, many months of struggle and suffering. And the people rallied because they knew it was the truth. And they were called to something beyond their own little personal lives. And they rallied. They rallied because um, they realized there was a a tremendous evil force uh, that was... um, attacking the world at that time and particularly World War II um, and it was identifiable <coughs> wasn't it right and uh, it was a, a tremendous evil that was afoot over there in Europe and uh, so the, the willingness to sacrifice uh, on the part of all the citizens uh, in the allied countries was um, well, there was a willingness there, and then nobody questioned it. So we put up with all the, uh, you know, the rationing and the, the going off to war and, and, and people in the draft. <clears throat> and there was a willingness to, to give of yourself and even your life. And there was a great uh, sacrifice of a group sacrifice with all the men and women <clears throat> in the military and in the civilian life that, uh, died and were killed and annihilated in that war. There was something like what 50 million people that wow. died yeah. in that whole, uh, you know, on both sides of the. Uh, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was a tremendous sacrificial act on the part of humanity at that time to um, <clears throat> counter this great evil force that had taken over or was attempting to take over, and we prevailed. I think sacrifice is something that can be practiced and and the understanding of it can be cultivated just through daily life, through the relationships one has in one's family and home and in the workplace and in the community, the uh, daily environment. Think about ways that you can contribute to the larger good of the family, the workplace, the community, whatever. It's something that develops with practice, doesn't it? It may not come completely naturally at first, but when we remember that the keynote of the soul is sacrifice, that tells us that we're drawing on an instinct or an impulse that's completely natural to us. It's natural to the soul because Mm -hmm. that's what the soul is. That's its job, really. Mm -hmm. I mentioned once before, this is where in this is our job too, because that's essentially what we are, the soul um, making our way through this world and in working through the process of redemption and refinement of the uh, substance of which we are built, and therefore it it's a great uh, act of sacrifice willingly done on our part. Alice Bailey said that only upon the sacrifice of selfishness can world stability be assured and that is something to think about we can all contribute to that stability that we so desire through sacrifice in daily living of selfish personal interests 
One way is in line with the concept of voluntary simplicity. Uh, live simply so that others may simply live is uh, a slogan that we hear. And if we think about that, we in the affluent West, maybe we can realize ways to give up more for the good of the whole. Please take advantage of the special offer from Luce's Publishing Company, the Alice Bailey book, Serving Humanity, which is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. It's available for $19. And um, all you need to do is send a check or money order, $19, to Luce's Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to... In our sight, now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth.